surprise yes i'm dropping a bonus episode for you guys this week i wanted to do something to celebrate getting to 10 episodes and it's also my birthday this week so here you go a little extra for you this is a lovely chat that i had with ben frey and dargo the cat otherwise known as catavan Ben, Frey and Dargo did an epic journey last year in their Renault camper van and they took Dargo along for the ride. We chat about their experiences of van life with a cat and what it's like to travel with your furry friend. So I really hope you enjoy this guys. You can find out more about Catavan's adventures on YouTube and Instagram. I'll put a link to those in the description for this podcast so without further ado here is catavan hope you enjoy it welcome hi how are you thank you so much for coming on i'm really good thanks how are you guys yeah, we're doing well. Yeah, um, not too bad. Let's start off with your van. We love a bit of van chat. So what van do you guys have? It's a Renault Master P35 uh, from 1999. 19... Yes. It was already converted when we got it, mm. although not to the highest of standards. <laughs> so we made some adjustments to it ourselves. Yeah. I think it was mainly just used for short trips up to Scotland before we got it. Yeah. Most importantly, what colour is she? Oh, uh, well, there's, that's a little bit of a story in itself. When we got it, it looked absolutely horrible. There was just this big white gold bus. Um, so we painted all the gold bits black, so it looked more like a normal van. Uh, and then when we got to Morocco, yeah. uh, we treated ourselves to a paint job. So now she's yellow, red and green. Why did you take the plunge into van life? I've never really stayed in one place very long in my life. So traveling's kind of been a part of me for as long as I can remember. And for the longest of times, I've been like, right, okay, I just need to get out there and travel. I just want to take some time and just travel. So from very early on when I met Ben, I made it very obvious that that's what I wanted to do. And he seemed to be okay with it. Well, I've always, I've always wanted to travel, never traveled much myself, always wanted to because, um, so, but I haven't been able to because I've not had anyone to travel with yeah uh, and i know people do travel by themselves i'm, I'm not brave enough to do that um <laughs> so when frey came into my life it was a bit of a blessing we both found ourselves in our jobs not content not happy with them no. uh, and then we started looking into this living in vans thing while traveling and we kind of realized it's more doable yeah. than i think most people initially <laughs> think it would be yeah jump right in we did we bought the van i think in april and we set off in September. Yeah, of 2019. 2019. Yeah. Um, and the other thing was very relevant to this conversation is that I had Dargo from before Ben and I met. And I couldn't imagine traveling for a long period of time without her. Yes, people out there travel by just flight hopping everywhere. But doing that to a cat doesn't seem fair. Uh, we're sticking her in a loud, rattly box for a year. <laughs> <laughs> seems perfectly okay um so yeah this was a way of traveling doing everything and having my baby with me our van well you want her on ebay didn't you yes we, we sort of thought oh, we'll put we'll put this this size bit on and we get it we get it whatever uh, and then we won it um, without even looking at it 
kind of kind of forgot we'd put the bid on it's like oh okay we've got a van oh my goodness that's so funny so what happened did you get like an email or something um no i got a notification on my phone saying that oh you've won this auction and i was like oh okay I think we, we have a van yeah we were, we were sat outside having lunch <laughs> and your phone goes off oh who's this it's like oh we've got a van like, what <laughs> i think it was the next day that we went and collected her yeah and I actually got to have a look um which is a bit nerve-wracking because you've, <laughs> you've agreed to buy this van and you've not even seen it yet you've just seen photos of it online the description wasn't quite accurate it said that there was a solar panel turns out it was just a five watt solar panel a diddy one so there were a few things like that shall we say but yeah. no i think i'm quite happy with her Let's move on to um, the star of the show, Dargo. So when did Dargo come into your life? So a university friend of mine, her two cats had kittens and Dargo was one of the litter and she asked me if I wanted one. I was a recent graduate, very painfully unemployed. So it was a bit of a, can I afford to look after a cat? I'd never properly had a pet before. All those things. Uh, I met Dargo for the first time when she was about four or five weeks, I think. I finally got to take her home in May that year. So it's been about almost, well, almost six years, five and a half, six years that I've had her. She's practically a dog. It's fantastic. <laughs> she likes to go for walks. As we discovered, she plays fetch. She played fetch from a very young age. If she could bark, she would practically be a guard dog, I think. Yeah. yeah. So does Dargo like van life then? Um, I think she does now. Yeah, we um, we kind of warmed her up to the idea of it before we went. Yeah. Um, so we take her out for drives in uh, the car we had at the time. Mm. Uh, and she was a little bit understandably terrified because you put her in a big metal box that shakes and makes noise and everything's moving fast past it. She didn't quite know what was going on. But then she kind of warmed up, started to relax a bit. And by the time we actually left on the trip, she was pretty comfortable in there. She had her own little uh, hiding corner. She was going to sit in the corner. But then she started coming out, sitting on the beds. And then yeah. it was only after a couple of months on the road. Whenever we come on, on motorway, she'd go and have a sleep. But then when she felt the van going slower, she'd come up to the front, sit on the passenger's lap and start looking out of the window. We have bits of her driving past uh, farms and down dirt tracks in Greece where the window's open and she's like back to being like a dog. <laughs> Paws on the windowsill, sort of sticking her head out of the window, looking at what's going on. And then whenever we pulled up, she's always eager. We put, because we've got a harness for her, we attach the lead onto her. So we'll go out and she would just go around sniffing everything, yeah. rubbing her face on whatever she can. I think she really came to enjoy it. As much as we did, I think. Did you have any reservations, like, before you decided on taking the trip? Did you worry about if she would like it, or...? Not so much if she would like it. I think almost everybody we knew told us not to take the cat because they were worried uh, about potential quarantines, about not meeting certain regulations, and the cat being taken away from us, or her running out of the van and not coming back, things like that. But I have to say that I'm a bit stubborn when it comes to these things. When I want to do something, I want to do it and I will make it happen. So I researched everything possible that could happen throughout every single possible country that we could go to in a year um, just to make sure that nothing bad happened to her. She did manage to escape out of the van on a few occasions, but she always comes back. She's very good. Oh, there's nothing like people telling you that you can't do something to make you more determined. <laughs> 100% makes me more motivated to do it. <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about 
life with a van cat. So what are the best things about having your furry companion with you on the trip? Oh, I think ultimately the best thing about it is that, having her with us on the trip. It's just something, you know, to... um, I don't want to say familiarity, but you're there with your, your pet. You know, a pet is a part of the family, and it's so good to be able to include her in our little trip. It's like having a third person there. It sounds crazy because she's a cat, but she very much has her own personality. So half the time, I'm not talking to Ben. I'm talking to the cat. It, <laughs> she, not about me, though. No, not. But yeah, so she provides that buffer for us, and it is also she adds an element that obviously we wouldn't have had before because we're experiencing so many things for the first time, just us as humans, but so is she as a cat that travels. (laughs) Um, So that's also, you know, that's quite exciting. What are the negatives that you found, if any, about traveling with Dargo? Um, I suppose worry is the big one. I was going to say, you can take this one. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a bit more Um, relaxed when it comes to this. (laughs) Less so with a cat. Uh, than with a dog but it does kind of limit um where you can go what you can do like if you want to go on city trips uh, which we did a few of um just for short a little but we'd spend yeah. we do it a couple of times over a few days she either has to stay in the van or come in a bag which we did have we did have a carry bag to take around with us but then she's in a bag all day and she can't use her litter tray when you say carry a bag i'm assuming you don't mean like a tesco's bag <laughs> no 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 uh, morris's bag for long <laughs> no yeah we have a proper well, that's a good buyer's tip actually we bought uh, a proper pet backpack which has windows on it but we actually had to do modifications to it because the it wasn't strong enough to hold the cat no and she's not a very heavy cat um the first time we used that bag we were at a park just near here and the bottom of the carrier bag the backpack fell out because it's got a zip on it as well so it couldn't handle this cat, which she's only about four kilos. It's built for dogs as well. Exactly. So it was okay. I just sewed up the bottom, made it non-openable, and that worked perfectly fine for the whole of the trip. Again, back to negatives. It's worrying. You've either got to keep the cat in the van all day while you're wandering around a city, or she's got to be stuck in a bag all day as you wander around a city with all the noises associated with that. Yeah. Um, if you're doing kind of quieter days... Obviously, it depends on the kind of cat people have. But with Dargo, if we're doing quieter days where there aren't so many people, so many noises, then she's perfectly fine being in the backpack. But louder, more busier, larger cities with a lot of noise, she that's when she starts to get a little bit uncomfortable and probably doesn't enjoy it so much. There was other, the other thing as well is um, yes. um, because she's uh, with our van, there was no way of keeping her out of the cab. We didn't have any windows uh, not windows, any shutters or blinds no. or curtains for. We did have an unfortunate incident in uh, Gothenburg, in Sweden, of all places. Yes. Um, we had a bad feeling about the place. And luckily, we took Dargo with us yeah. in the bag. And it's a good job we did because we came back. The van had actually been broken into and a load of stuff taken. And then your thought goes straight to, right, why if, Dar- if Dargo was in here, yeah. she'd be gone. Yeah. She'd have just bolted. It, it's something else to worry about. Oh my goodness, that sounds really scary. Yeah, and then it's, as we found out in uh, Greece, well, and we made it to Russia as well. We made it to Russia in winter, (laughs) and then uh, Greece in summer. We did it the wrong way around. Yeah, you also have to worry about the temperature um, and them getting too cold or too hot. So in Russia at night, it was getting down to like minus seven. 
she was slept in the bed with us and we were fully clothed um, <laughs> just to keep warm and we had our hot water bottles on her bed and wrapped in blankets and things like that because uh, we didn't have a we don't have a heater in our van but then in Greece we had to cut things short because it was summer and it was too hot to leave her in the van or to take her out in her bag yeah. because of the sun it was just too hot for us so we ended up having to driving around with the windows open was fine I had being in the van with the windows open is fine but you can't leave windows open while you go wander around no. museums and things it doesn't um, help that she's a completely black cat she just soaks up yeah. all the heat <laughs> it is just a consideration because it's not worth putting your pet's health at risk no would you say that the positives outweigh the negatives 100 percent. certainly yeah it, it sounds like a lot of considerations when you have to sort of list it all off like that mm. but it's not like a daily thing no and i say we managed to keep it warm enough it was only really in the summer in greece when yeah. it really when it really did affect our plans but that's just because we were in a hot country at the hottest time of year <laughs> Heat wave. <laughs> um, and we were actually looking up to be concerned about her health. Uh, we looked up cat symptoms of heat stroke. And the main symptom, apparently, of your cat having heat stroke is that they get a bit lethargic. lethargic yeah. I thought, well, it's a cat. <laughs> I mean, she's always lethargic. <laughs> um, so it, it sounds like uh, a lot of considerations to make, but it, it's really not that much in practice. It certainly never got anywhere near a point where he thought oh maybe we shouldn't have water oh no never what advice would you give to anyone listening that might be thinking of traveling with a cat in particular i think getting them used to say traveling in a vehicle before you set off is a big one because she was understandably a bit concerned about what was going on in this big metal box that drives really fast i think we both strongly recommend getting them used to a harness oh, yeah. so you can take them on a put them on a lead and take them for a walk um she used to wear a collar but then when you put a harness on her suddenly there's something around her belly as well and she was kind of slinking she kept her belly very close to the floor whenever <laughs> she walked for a few days she didn't know what this was on her yeah. um, then she quickly got used to it and she's absolutely fine with it now so it's getting them used to the things that you're going to have to do on a daily basis uh, before you go. So it's a lot easier for them to already be comfortable with that before setting off. Because especially yeah. the early days of a trip, as you know yourself, that's where most of the worry is. Definitely. From my side of things, I would say definitely research everything that you possibly can when it comes to traveling with a pet. Um, there is information out there. Some of it's very confusing. I think that's probably the most time consuming research that I did and the most research that I did before we went, just make sure that you have everything in order. And it sounds overly cautious, but you want to be prepared, even though I think Dargo's documents were only checked once or twice on the entire trip with all the borders that we did. If we didn't have those documents, then, you know, we'd be stuck. And there's uh, the vaccinations you needed to get as well. Exactly. So how long in advance did you have to start that? Three or four months in advance, you've got to start that process. Uh, so pet passport, all of the vaccinations there, and there's a serology test that's involved. The other thing, which I'm hearing might be slightly more difficult now for a UK citizen going into the EU because of Brexit, but cat food. So Dargo is fairly picky when it comes to cat food. She will basically only have Felix or better. Uh, <laughs> finding 
Felix across Europe wasn't overly difficult. I stocked up probably about three months of food before we went, just so that we didn't have to worry about that for the beginning part of the trip. It's not difficult to get, but it might be quite pricey as they don't sell them in bulk as much as they do in the UK. So that's just something to consider. Everything else, dry food, she's fine with. So that's readily available as well. Uh, Litter is also readily available. Do you have any memorable moments travelling with Dargo? Personally, for me, um, work, we went to spend about a month in Morocco and we discovered that Dargo likes, it was actually in Spain, I figured it out, but Dargo likes rock climbing. So if you're going up a steep hill and there's just lots of rocks all over the place, you'll jump from rock to rock, just following us along, bouncing between the rocks. Uh, we also managed to take her out on a, a camel ride with us into the Sahara Desert. <laughs> Um, where we learned that she does not like camels, but she won't back down from camels. <laughs> uh, she was she was in a backpack on which Frey was wearing, and she was on the camel in front of me. So my camel kept trying to sniff, uh, sniff the bag, and I could just see Dargo. She didn't seem too happy about it, but just like hissing at the thing. <laughs> the other one for me, um, big one was say so we got stuck in one spot during the the lockdowns at the start of the year. Uh, so we were in one place for about three months. And with cats, you're not supposed to let them out of your house until uh, six weeks after you've been there. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'd been there six weeks. We knew there were no uh, wild dogs or anything around that could cause any problems with her. So we could actually let her off the lead and she could go explore. And she'd just wander off in the morning. She'd come back for a bit of lunch and she'd go away again. Yeah. And then she'd come back in for dinner and bedtime. Um, and that was great just to let her go and explore a bit. She will go after camels. She will go after dogs. Uh, she will also go after groups of stray cats. She's, <laughs> she has no fear. <laughs> it's a good job we had her on a lead. <laughs> very defensive. Very, very defensive. Yeah, she's a little bit crazy. <laughs> well, what can I say? Riding on a camel with a cat. I've heard everything now. So there you go, that was Catavan. You can follow them on YouTube and Instagram and you can find all the details in the description for this episode. I will speak to you very soon on the next episode of VFF's Van Life Podcast. Have a good week.